0: Ooh, if I, if I keep doing this, my background kind of dances a little bit. How neat. This is Kofa Live and Undead! I am your host, Daniel Crozier, and I am joined by the amazing Aaron File! Yeah! Something on my face. Aaron, how are you, sir? How
1: are you, Daniel? Doing great. How are you?
0: Good. Aaron, you are the creator of Alone in the Woods, a new role-playing game. That's it's got its new Kickstarter just kicked off. uh What? Uh, not too long ago, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We just kickstarted um, last Saturday. Nice. um yeah nice
0: uh Aaron you know, for everybody that's not uh, not um familiar with with what you do tell us a little bit about yourself where you come from and uh how you got into role playing games
1: yeah so um I come from Louisiana a small town uh called Hammond it's uh, about an hour outside of New Orleans. And uh, I was raised in a dramatic arts family. So we were always around theater and the stage. And um, that's what that's what my family's trade is. So my dad is a lighting designer. My mom, she works in the public school system to teach kids cool. about theater. So I was always into costumes and pretending to be something else. And um, that's kind of how I started into role-playing games. It really wasn't it was more of like the fact that I wanted to be someone else and be something else. And, uh, that sort of combined with like my love for games and then I got into role playing games. So, um, over the years, I I developed a real love for games like mafia, uh, or werewolf. And these are called, these are like a a brand of games called social deduction. Um, which means that you don't know what the other people are. Um, so well, it's really
0: because I don't know either.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's like a, it's like a mystery game, okay. um, almost like a murder mystery.
0: Nice. And
1: so one person will be like a secret werewolf um, and they'll, they're trying to kill off the other players Ooh. and everyone else is trying to figure out who that person is. So um, in college, instead of uh, studying for my exams on Friday night, I held a, like a 15, 20 person a large group of people who played this game Werewolf every single Friday, wow. and <laughs> we would just crush it. It's so much fun, and um, yeah. Eventually, I decided that I, I love the genre so much, and I wanted to do something creative with it, and yeah, um, led me to create Alone in the Woods.
0: Oh wow, that's that's cool. So, you know, with uh, Alone in the Woods, you know, what is that game about?
1: Yeah, so Alone in the Woods is a unique board gaming experience. It's, it's about a witch's revenge on a village. Um, this village has is, is grown on or fallen on desperate times, and their crops have been uh, rotting. Their meat is spoiled. The, the well water is tainted. And they've blamed all of this on a witch. And whether the witch did it or not, the witch is here to claim the revenge on the village. Um, yeah. So it's about, <laughs> yeah, most people like, yes, I want to be the witch <laughs> and like, right. yeah, tear it, tear it down, tear it down, the establishment. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's really about a witch's revenge on this village um, and the villages, you know, struggle to survive, which a lot of players end up being the villagers. Um, but then mm-hmm. sort of the the personal journey of the game is that you as a player get to really decide if you want to uh, remain a villager and put your faith in that in that order in that establishment, or if you'd rather find the coven in the woods and yeah. hopefully become a witch. Okay,
0: wow, that's cool. The uh, you know you you mentioned uh, that uh, you know participating in games. You wanted to develop your own. Yeah. Can you elaborate uh, a little bit more on uh, how uh, Alone in the Woods uh, kind of was conjured
1: yeah oh man so it comes from a lot of places so yeah. um as a as a kid i would make up games out of a lot of different things like any sort of like toys lying yeah. around the house um i would i would like grab i don't know if you ever played with like um like fisher price toys like the like the knights like yep. the medieval knights or uh there was this other toy we had called Zbots. Um, And they were, like, these little, like, micro-machines. And they were, like, kind of running, like, you know, kind of little just machines with, like, guns or or just, like, cool Autobot sort of features. Yeah. Anyways, I would, like, grab these toys and I would find, like, a mat, uh, like a chessboard mat. We had, like, a cloth chessboard mat. And uh, I would write stats for them and, like, make up all these, like, weird, like, rules, like, how to play. And that was almost more fun than playing the game itself.
0: Yeah. The the world building aspect.
1: Yeah, and really getting into you know looking at a piece like a pl- like a little like a little toy and being like, what are your powers? Like what what makes you special? Like are you a fast little micro machine bot? Or are you like a right. you know strong and defensive? So I always like to make games and about six years ago, it was around Halloween, and I was re-watching a movie called The Witch. Yeah. Uh,
0: Nice,
1: yeah. Have you seen that movie? Robert Eggers? Yeah, oh my god, I adore that movie. Um, nice. I'd already seen it in theaters and mm-hmm. it, was, it was mind blowing, right? And I was like, just gonna watch it by myself, yeah, really absorb it. And as I watched it, I uh, I fell in love with just the journey of Anya Taylor Joy's character and okay. how she you know, starts off as someone who is, like, so pure. Like, if you watch the movie, you see, like, she's so dedicated to her faith and her family. Yeah. Um, and then slowly the family starts to tell her, like, you're a witch. Like, you're the one doing all these things. And she's like, no, no, it's it's not me. Like, you know, I yeah. haven't done it. But then eventually, you know, I guess, spoiler alert on the podcast, it's, I guess it's kind of an old movie, but um, she becomes a witch at the end of it. And I, I just, I think that, that, that story is mm-hmm. so powerful and I wanted to create a game where the mechanics allowed you as a player to make that choice oh, and, and take the journey from being a villager to becoming a witch. And mm-hmm. for whatever reason, like sometimes um, players come into the game and they, you know, they're from the very get go. They're like, I want to be a witch. Right. Like, yeah, that's, you got this like vindiction um but sometimes people come in and they're like i don't really know what i want to do and yeah. then they get the choice and they're like let me let me go for it you know it's it's kind of scary it's there's a lot more opportunity as a witch in a way mm-hmm. and um yeah so that that's really how the game came about is that i wanted to tell like a, a story from that movie
0: my god that's that's fantastic you know uh before we went live, I, I mentioned, it's like, I have no real experience you know, with role-playing games, Dungeons and Dragons, and, and too much like that. You know, I uh, dabbled in it maybe when I was in elementary school with uh, a couple friends, but that, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. I mostly, uh, most of my, my time is, you know, I'm, I'm being creative, you know, illustrating or writing or doing something else. But it, this this sounds like, a you know, such a wonderful, you know, kind of constructive way to, to engage with your friends and um, you know, kind of you know, exercise like those um, kind of strategic, you know um, you know, brain muscles, you know, uh, and, and, uh, and, you know, really uh, kind of connect with, uh, with people uh, on that. Um, yeah. You know, for a novice like myself, how would you uh, recommend I start playing your game?
1: Yeah, so it's it's a great question because this is really an audience that I want to appeal to are people yeah. who um, maybe not like uh, maybe aren't so familiar with with complex games, right? But maybe are willing to to take that step if there's the right sort of experience in front of them. Yeah so i wanted to create that thing that is that is folk horror and it, it has that horror appeal and they're like wow this is a real this is really real right yeah and um so for someone like you you know there's a i have I have the rule book on the kickstarter page oh, um cool. so you can read the rules it's you know it takes I'll, I'll tell you right now like it is uh it is a complex game it is a dense game um and there's a rule book there. A how to play video is um, oh, nice. in in the works, but there's also this great playthrough that we yeah. have. It's an hour and a half long playthrough. I mean, wow. it's, it's like the full experience, you know. Okay. And we're you know making shorter versions of it so that you can kind of get like a like a nice like charcuterie board uh, <laughs> like right. piecemeal version. But um, by watching the playthrough video, reading the rule book, uh, and the how to play, like. You'll be able to see like oh this is I really get it you know yeah. I really understand how the experience kind of goes there's a lot of little rules that dictate how to play in between um, mm. but one of the things that I that I tell uh, up front in the rule book and in the um, in the how to play video <clears throat> is that first and foremost alone in the woods is an experience yeah and if you as a player, are so hung up on the rules like you have to play by the rules but if you break a rule or if something doesn't go right it's not gonna break the experience okay you just keep playing you you know it's it's the, the the imperfection stays in the game and you just keep going for it because it's going to just feel great once you like once you play and you figure you're figuring out everything and then by the end of it you're like oh i know exactly what's happening
0: Okay. Wow. Nice. The uh, uh, do you have uh, some comments coming in? Uh, some nice greetings from Angela saying hello. Hello. <laughs> um, you know, with the the Kickstarter launched, and your 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 goal is to, yeah, uh, you know, you're going for about like sixty sixty six thousand dollars, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. You know, essentially, you know what. Uh, what is, can I ask, um, you know, what the end goal is? Is it to just go ahead and manufacture the game yourself or uh, are you looking for um, just to, you know, get it out there, get it to people. And then, you know, maybe like uh, would uh, somebody else manufacture it later? Yeah. I'm not sure how these things work.
1: Yeah, no, it's, um, it's a great question. So the way the pipeline goes, at least in our case, we're a small, indie studio it's it's me and um a handful of others um okay. that i that'll make sure to shout out on this on this uh stream but um the way the pipeline goes is you know we are trying to raise these funds the six sixty six thousand six hundred dollars um, right. to have enough money to manufacture the game um it is a deluxe experience it's very tactile there's yeah uh, there's this wooden box that looks incredible. Like the artwork is stunning. So we were trying to raise the money to manufacture the game itself and have enough money to ship the game. It's being manufactured by, um, a production company. Their name is Panda. And in the board game industry, they really are top, top tier. They top shelf manufacturers. They've, they've made some of the top titles in board gaming. Um, so we're going through them. I knew that they could they could handle something so uh, y- varied and just like unique like this. So we raise the money. We get them to manufacture the copies. We receive sort of a, uh, a preview copy, make sure everything looks great. And then I say, I give them the go ahead and say like, this is it. We've got the funds. Start making them. So then cool. they make everything, send it to America. Um, we have mm-hmm. a shipping Partner uh, through Black Box, who is going to then warehouse the game and then they will distribute it to all the backers um, nice. of the Kickstarter who, who've backed into the game.
0: Nice. Are, are there any other uh, in- additional
1: incentives to the Kickstarter? Yeah, so they are. Um, there's two major pledge goals mm-hmm. or pledges. One is the, the base game, and okay. the base game comes with. Uh, the black wooden box. Um, nice. All these deluxe components. It comes with a bell that you get to ring and like get people to come back from the woods in the game. A sand timer. Actually, I have some of these pieces here. Might, oh, I, yeah. sh- might I share? Yes, um, definitely. Black wooden box. Cool stuff. Sweet. Comes with this like sliding lid to put all the pieces in. Really sweet. Uh, also comes with this sand timer that you get to flip oh, okay. and limit how much time people have in the woods yeah. and a bell where you get to bring people back from the woods. Um, so those are some of the sweet deluxe components that the games comes with many, many or yeah. more. And then the next pledge tier after that, it comes with all of those pieces of the game and you get three pieces of art that was, that has been illustrated by my good friend, Steven Avila he's, um a denver local artist and illustrator cool and he has hand drawn all the pieces of artwork in this game and we're including three five by seven uh pieces of art with that pledge nice um after that there's there's stretch goals that are going to be in the that are in the kickstarter so we're upgrading the the card um the cards themselves There's going to be embroidery an embroidery yeah. stretch goal to embroider some of the cloth bags in the game um so yeah there's there's lots of things that you can either buy the game which is a deluxe experience already and then just like you know watch watch the stretch goals grow and um you know though all of the stretch goals if we unlock them mm-hmm. that applies to every single person that's back the game Oh, sweet. So those upgrades are like permanent for everybody. So that's nice. that'll be pretty exciting. Wow, that's
0: that's pretty cool. The uh, uh I, I was just thinking like if if you get to, you know, your your uh 60 uh 60,000 uh yeah, 60, uh, you know, uh or yeah, you know, 666 essentially. You know, can you get to <laughs> yeah. The, the, the 999, you know, and get, the, you know, get something a little bit uh, pretty ridiculous set up.
1: Uh, I mean, if we, oh man, I, I would be over the moon. If yeah. We, if we, if we reached a hundred thousand close to it. That'd be cool. Yeah. Cause then you'll, we'll have all these Kickstarter or, or stretch goals that are unlocked and okay. every game is going to have, um, I mean, there's, there's a full list of them. They're going to be on the Kickstarter page. Um, soon after this video it goes lo- or, or is posted um, we're still m- getting some of those hammered out for everyone but e- all of those stretch goals will be applied <clears throat> it'll oh. help lower the total cost of the game itself we'll get a lot of copies to work with um yeah so i would we're working we're getting there <laughs> nice well that, that's cool
0: this is pretty uh, pretty exciting uh, thing and you know you, you mentioned uh, you, before we went on, uh yeah the the day job is co- something you know completely uh that I I had no idea it came out of left field for me but you know you you're doing you're you're crunching numbers for for infidelity.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I work I work for Fidelity Investments. Nice. Um it's a great company to work for. Uh they're they have a uh a branch or a um yeah, just a main location in Denver yeah so i i'm one of the service representatives there i help people who uh who like you know need help with their finances or or making transactions in their accounts and um yeah i've always been kind of like a good service worker Mm -hmm. in that way and i didn't know anything about finances going into it um and i wanted to just learn more about that world because it's so important you know uh so important to, to be financially secure in this day and age when you're, when it's like all on you, like Definitely. You, have, you have to like, you're responsible for your retirement. Right. It's like, okay. Right. That's, that's a big, that's a big one.
0: The, uh, you, with something like that too, like I can't help but think that, uh, that's lend itself, uh, pretty well to, you know, figuring out, uh, you know, the, the financing that goes into like making your own game and, and, uh, having to, you know, produce that.
1: It definitely helps. Um, Definitely helps think about, you know, like the taxing of the game and where the taxes are going to come from or, or, you know, all of the the steps that I need to keep in line because, you know, that's really fallen on on me and uh, also my brother who's been very involved in the game process. He's helped me with, you know, just working out the financing of the game as well. And, um, yeah, it's... It's it's uh it's good it's good to have a little a job that can help with those skills.
0: Nice, the the um, you know, right now, uh, you're you're broadcasting out of uh, yeah as as you mentioned uh, before. Oh, and uh, I just realized I called it infidelity and not fidelity. My apologies. <laughs>
1: Uh, we'll just whoops. we'll just cut that in post. We'll just, yeah, 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 we'll just yeah. yeah. This
0: this isn't going out live, is it? Yeah, <laughs> this takes an off. Oh,
1: oh, yeah. we're we're twenty minutes in. <laughs> Crap. All
0: right. So, uh, no, no. Uh, um, you know, you, you're you're broadcasting out of uh, a really cool cool place. Can you talk about that and what you're doing there? You're doing there?
1: Yeah. So, um, we met. You and I met in Colorado yep. at the the Festival of Horror yes um where we gave yes the <laughs> festival so brilliant it was such an honor to be there oh um, thank you
0: yeah it was it was great to have you there
1: yeah and and you know you were there for the presentation of the game and like you yes. heard to talk about this thing for for an hour um which first of all before i even get into where i am like i wasn't even planning on talking for an hour that was oh <laughs> that was like completely un like that was off the book um so because I was there with the wizard's chest. Yeah. Right. The wizard's chest. And, and we didn't, this is like kind of like behind the scenes, but we didn't really plan like how we were going to like manage the time. And it was kind of right. just like, oh, you, Aaron, you'll just go first. And I was like, okay. And then I start talking about Alone in the Woods and I can't stop. Um, <laughs> so anyways, we met in Denver or yeah, Denver, Colorado. I um, did a lot of promoting there. Um, and I packed the whole game up, put it in the car, and mm. drove all the way across the country to Salem, Massachusetts. Cool. So I am in the Witch City during the month of October. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Every night here feels like Halloween. Like, nice. Ha- have you been in Salem? For... I, I, I have not. I think that's some,
0: uh, something uh, that uh, my, my girlfriend uh, would, would definitely be interested in doing.
1: Look, it's it's the best. It's like a pilgrimage for horror fans. I'll Not tell much. you that. Okay. Um, it, especially if you're like Halloween's in, cost, in costumes. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, it's the best. So like you can go out on like a Wednesday, you know, and everyone's still in costume, having a great time. Um, I'm out here with Alone in the Woods. And I have uh, some market days at the Haunted Happenings. Uh, it's the Haunted Happenings Marketplace. Cool. It's a local uh, Salem marketplace that they have like around the, the t- city. And we have a booth and we have the game. And I'm here to just talk about it, present it, and uh, have people sign up. And in fact, the game on Kickstarter. So we have like this QR code and I'm talking about the game and I'm like, yeah, like back the game on Kickstarter. It's nice. right here. And if you back the game with us, like in person, then you'll have, you know, you'll, you'll receive a piece of artwork like right here and there. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's been, wow. it's been part of the whole campaign. I, I I've, We've had this idea for the campaign since last year Yeah, um, to be in Salem. So yeah. Um, we're here we're doing it i'm doing it live i'm doing it old school cool and it's awesome yeah it feels good
0: that's cool uh you know being out there too have you been been able to have uh you know folks uh you know play the game with you or you know just kind of show uh show them you know how to get started and get you know get going
1: yeah we're we're asking around and trying to uh, find spots in salem to have people play the game oh okay um yeah, they have like a gaming cafe here called Price. Castle, um, uh, another cafe in the town called Gulu Gulu Cafe. So we're, we're talking, you know, we're in contact with them to set up a game night Okay. and have people play the game. Um, so just trying to get that facilitated. Obviously, it's a busy, busy time for yeah. Halloween and, and everyone's got a lot to do. But um, yeah, trying to find some like good avenues to, for ha- to have people. Uh, play the game in person. Besides, you know, me just talking about it and getting people pumped up.
0: Nice, nice. Uh, we've got uh, Faith just popped in. Hi, Faith. Uh, I was just saying hello. Hey, Faith. Um. Yeah. So I'm I'm interested to to see. You know, what uh, with with those who uh, who aren't friends or family. Generally, what's the response on, on uh, you know, playing this game on on wanting to be the witch that seeks <laughs> revenge?
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, the response is great, man. Um, yeah. People have people, you know, have like unforgettable experiences. Like, I, I, you know, I've had I had one group um, play the game mm-hmm. back in like 2020 before oh. the pandemic. And uh, they played in 2020 and uh, they loved the game. They were fans of it. And this was at, uh, this was at Hexacon. It's a a board game convention in Denver. So pretty, pretty great. Uh, Shout out to Hexacon. Nice. And uh, they played it there in 2020. And three years later, I brought the game back to Hexacon because everything was kind of clearing up in 2023. And, uh, I had these, I had them sign up to play again. And oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize who it was at first. And then they, they come up and they were like, yeah, we've played your game before. And I was like, oh my God, like, I do rec- like, I recognize y'all. And yeah. um, one of the players there, she said, like, I have talked about this game every single week since I played the game. It's that great. It's that good. It's, you know, it stays it, with it, you, stays with you. There's it does. It it has this lasting this lasting experience that uh, it's very personal. It's a very personal game, where you know I feel like a lot of board games are great. Like I love board games so much, but I wanted to make something that was like dynamic and got you, um, you know, got you out of the seat of yeah. the main table. So that's one of the main mechanics of the game. Is uh, you sit, you know, everyone sits at the table to play. The first steps of the game, but then you get to the woods step, and everyone gets up from the table and they go into separate rooms around the house where there ah. are these woods boards, okay. and they draw cards looking for resources. So it's it's this really mobile, agile experience. So you're out in the woods, in your kitchen, wow. your bathroom, your closet, wherever you can find some space, and you're drawing cards looking for resources to bring back to the village. And if you're in the same room as a witch player, they can turn you into a witch if they have the coven card.
0: Ooh, nice!
1: Pretty sweet artwork. Steve Eat each oh, Heart okay. out.
0: Oh, very sweet. Um, nice.
1: Yeah, so it's uh, it's it's a really dynamic experience in that way, and by breaking up some of the monotony of just like sitting at the table and like playing a game, it it starts to like it starts to get in there, you know, like, you're like, wow, this is, this is something different, something different yeah. for me. Wow. That sounds,
0: that sounds pretty entertaining. Um, you know, when, when pay, playing that too, like, like, uh, I, yeah, I, I know I've got friends that uh, really get into like D and D and stuff and they're really invested And sometimes, you know, whole campaigns can go on for, for weeks and months. Um, you know, is, yeah is this, you know, like that, or is this something that you can play, you know, start to finish in a night?
1: Yeah. So it's, it's designed to be a start to finish experience, Mm -hmm. like in a night. Um, It's definitely more of the, uh, you know, like we're, we're here to play this game. Yeah. Sort of experience. Not, not so much of the casual, excuse me, sort of the, we're here to, you know, we're here to drink and have fun. And then like if a board game comes out, then like we'll play it, you know, It's really like, we're here to play alone in the woods. Okay. Um, But it really is, you know, a pack, you know, you you unpack it, you play it, you pack it back up and that's, that's the game. Um, but as you play over the course of like multiple playthroughs, you'll start to see people like want to do different things. Nice. So people, you know, in our experience with, uh, my dedicated group of like friends and, and game testers, um everyone starts off to want to be a witch. Like that's, you know, everybody wants wants to be a witch. It's the best. Yeah. And then as you start to play the game, you're like, well, I start the game off as a villager and maybe I want to like, actually tr- like work hard to save the village, you know, mm. and um, see, see how, see how much I can do there and win that way. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's a little more thrilling to, to like switch it up and, you know, change up your choices yeah um and also necessarily
0: of... want to be the witch that that you know seeks bloody revenge
1: <laughs> daniel you need to can i put you on the kickstarter page like you're gonna be like the promo <laughs> oh
0: yeah yeah hey I, i've got the lighting for it in the backdrop
1: <laughs> i will replace the promotional video right now <laughs> 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 oh that's 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 the best Oh
0: um, yeah. I'm, hey, no problem. I am to please any way I can help.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy, you know, how it, how it evolves over the course of multiple playthroughs, um, people's intentions, their objectives, personal, personal objectives change. So yeah. yeah, man, it's, it's a good, it's, it's a good lasting, like I, I, I like, equate it to like a, like a slice of cheesecake for a dessert okay. instead of like, instead of like a, like a Butterfinger, you know? Yeah. Like, like it's really filling. It's really yeah. satisfying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a terrible analogy. I'm allergic to, you know, chocolate and peanuts. So, so
1: Oh no, butter, really?
0: Butterfinger would, uh, would do me no good. I would always go for the cheesecake. Anyway. There you
1: go. <laughs> then it's for you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's great. And it's my default. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that man, that's cool. The, you know, one of the things that, uh, I was thinking on, on something like this, because, you know, it, it forces you to have to think, think strategically, um, you know, and, and there's so many different abstract ways you can, you know, play yeah, your role in the game. Um, and, and, uh, yeah, I'm of that age where, you know, starting to get older, the mind's a little slower. And it's just like, yeah, you know, keeping things, keeping that, that tool sharp, you know, I think, uh, like role-playing games and, you know, just games in general, just, you know, uh, yeah, helps to, to sharpen that, that old noodle of yours. Um, is, have you ever had that, like a response like that? It's just like, oh man, this really, you know, kept me present, kept me focused, you know, th- that
1: sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, that being said, I've had people play the game of, of all ages, honestly. Cool. Um, I've had people play the game who are, you know, like 18 um, all the way up to 50, 60 years old. Yeah. Um, and it's been, it's been a really great experience for them to play the game because uh, I designed every step of the game to be a communal experience where everyone kind of, you know, takes their turns at the same time and is is sort of like helping each other uh complete the experience of the game instead of there being a lot of these individual you know there are individual choices but it's not it's not a game where it's really like now it's your turn like your turn make a lot of like strategic decisions and have this like this foresight into you know number crunching Uh, to make sure you get the most victory points. Um, A lot of it happens really, like, personally, like, in the moment. uh, Yeah. In the moment decision making. So you're kind of, really you're present and the decisions you make are present and um, yeah, you you kind of help people like, craft the experience and help them, uh, you know, play the rounds. So in that way, I think it does keep people engaged and doesn't have this sort of you know if i take a turn and there's three other or four other players that have to take their turn then i'm just kind of like you know i'm I'm sitting here with my cards or my pieces and i just have to like watch the board and watch people play you know i wanted to make something that was always happening
0: yeah okay all right yeah keep it keep it lively keep it moving
1: yeah yeah pacing man pacing (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it, yeah, it definitely keeps you on your toes when you're doing that, too. Like, everybody should be paying attention.
1: Right, right. And and it makes the game feel like, uh, you know, I, I say the game takes around two hours, especially oh. if you're first learning the game. Yeah, um, that's not bad. It's not, it's not bad. It, and it's, what's surprising is that it actually feels like it goes a lot faster once you've learned the rules and you've played around. And then you go okay. to round two and round two is like, Oh, okay. We're doing the same. We're doing the same thing again, like the same steps. And round two feels a little more natural. And then round by round three, you're like, I know what I'm doing. Okay. But there's that right. dynamic of, you know, everyone's playing and you're getting up from the table and going into different rooms and coming back. Yeah. It, fe- it does not feel like two hours. It's like, you know, by the time you're in the game and you look at your watch, you're like, Oh my God, it's, it's been doing it two, two and a half hours. Like, yeah you know i wish we could play another one but um you know it's it doesn't feel like it took that long to get there
0: nice wow that's cool um you know one, one thing too i like about is yeah you showed some of the the art and some of the presentation uh you send over this photo of uh the display let me turn off this banner real quick there you go it's a, uh, I, I love you know the the look of it too. You, I mean you you mentioned that uh Robert uh you know, Eggers, you know, the witch was a big influence. This also feels very like Mike Flanagan, you know, kind of kind of haunting. Uh when I first saw this, yeah. I thought, oh, oh great, where's where's the you know the um the the, the Ouija board, you know? <laughs> um yeah. And uh uh ooh, let me uh get turn that off real quick is it, there you are. There's your face again. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, um, I thought the, you know, the, the presentation is, is really unique and pretty grap, you know, gripping with the, you know, the pentagram and, and everything. And I was just like, Oh man, this is, this is great. This feels like you're going into a, like a witch board movie or something like that. And, oh yeah, um, and, and you might, you know, there, there's some, there's, there's that element of danger Whenever that presentation and, and also candles, because uh, you know and that that could be a lot of things. You know, again, that element of danger, the supernatural, or you just want to cover up your farts. You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's really,
1: it's really, this is just really uh, a fart covering sort of game. It's is that's the objective, actually. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like, geez, really, forty five <laughs> candles, huh? You must have had a lot of Taco Bell <laughs> Sorry, Bill. Oh, you know that's... the drive drive through beckoned, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's it's yeah it's it's pretty cool. So I'm 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 interested to see, you know more of, you know how things uh, develop with the game, you know the, the Kickstarter and and just you know seeing like that that area of you know creativity because yeah you know, I come from a, a world of you know comic books and and film. Uh, and, and so, you know, that's, um, but most, most of the time, you know, that stuff that, that you make and, you know, it's just presented there, you don't have to participate in it as much as you do, you know, a role-playing game. And, and really, you know, I, I think, uh, you really have to, um, be a lot more as a participant. Um, so I, I think that's, that's really cool. My hat's off to you.
1: Thank you. Hey, I, I appreciate that. I um, I wanted to make something, like like I told you earlier. I mean, this game comes from a cinematic, yeah. really approach and, and cinematic storytelling. And uh, I I love horror films. Like I um, it's one of my favorite hobbies outside of board games and like playing games is really just like absorbing films and the artistic yeah. style and the pa- the pacing the the character development like it's really something special and um you know one of my favorite movies that really also sort of crafted this game was jumanji um right
0: okay jumanji
1: I see that. jumanji is like childhood for me yeah and uh i have this distinct memory of going to to walmart as a kid mm-hmm. and going down the toy aisle and I saw a copy of Jumanji in, in Walmart, but I was like, that's not Jumanji. Like that's not the movie, you know, like yeah. the movie board is, is wooden and it's made mm-hmm. of of ivory pieces. And it's, it's like, obviously I can't summon monkeys. <laughs> but it's a good thing. They rip <laughs> off your face. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm telling <laughs> you it's right now. We're not conjuring monkeys. Um, but I wanted to make something that felt that felt elemental and yeah. felt like it was an heirloom, in, in a way. And uh, I've I've said this in in podcasts before or interviews before, but you know my my sort of experience or, or backstory of how the game was made is is not even me. Like in my mind, um, there was like this group of like young girls in like the 1600s that got all these ideas about witches and being Mm -hmm. villagers and um, went around their house and stole like a tablecloth and this and a sand timer and a bell and like a a black wooden box and made this game about going out into the woods and and playing and and becoming witches. And that was packed up, put in a black wooden box and then left in an attic or something and then found like 400 years later. And uh, that's really the, the sort of, emotion i want people to have when they touch this thing and and play with the pieces is like and also like another fun thing about the pieces itself um is that it's it's really subtle here I'm i'm just gonna i'm just gonna pull this out real quick um it's a subtle it's a subtle choice but the resources that you're looking for in the woods are represented by uh like these little buttons okay and these oh. are just, like, these are fun, you know, just standard yeah. everyday buttons. Um, and witches, you know, there's not really this, like, correlation between witches and buttons, but I just wanted it to feel like it was, like, like this is, like, a found game. Like, yeah, somebody just found pieces to play with, and this is what you would play with. You would play with yeah. these buttons, you would play with these, uh, these like, little river stones, and, like, these are the pieces that you put on the board to, okay. to represent these ideas.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's pretty interesting. It's it's kind of, you know, that found object, you know, kind of uh, suggests that, uh, you know, they, they have um, their own, um, you know, individual history, you know, each little artifact. It's like, where do they come from? How do they get there? You know, why are they in this thing? Especially with, when it comes to, like, anything with, with witchcraft, there's always that, uh, you know, that mystery and that aura, you know, that kind of surrounds, you know, so many different objects you know so many objects yeah. can be can be made to be cursed um yeah you know, it's pretty pretty interesting and you know really you know plays with with the mind and the imagination in in that respect so that's that's uh that's pretty fun that sounds like a, you know That sounds like a good time with friends you know open up a uh a bottle maybe two of uh your your favorite cab and and uh you know have at the
1: have at it yeah are you familiar with um like, like the genre of like folk horror and like, like the Wicker Man, like, I'm sure you've probably seen.
0: Oh, yeah. I've, I've seen both films. versions. Um, yeah. So, you know, folk horror is, is always something that, uh, I always find, you know, pretty alluring because of the history and, you know, where some of these, you know, uh, things come from. Yeah. You know, especially like recently, you've got, um, like a good movie I really like to go back to is, uh, uh, Rare Exports, where you have like a, the Norwegian uh, Santa Claus, who's really just a Krampus, you know, monster that's in- encased in ice. And all his um, all his elves are these dirty old men that, that uh, you know, kidnap kids, you know.
1: What? I've What is this called?
0: It's called Rare Exports. It's a Norwegian film. And it's, uh, it's absolutely amazing. It's one of my favorite, uh, Christmas movies now, uh, one and, and yeah, for me and, and Elise, uh, my girlfriend and, uh, yeah, it's, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's you know, the lore of, of like St. Nicholas and Krampus and everything that goes into it. And then, you know, there's a mining operation over a hill where this family comes across it and all the miners are dead and they're like, Why? And uh, and then they find that all these kids have been also going missing, uh, you know, in the surrounding areas too. And uh, of course, and they found that uh, this kaiju-sized, you know, Saint Nicholas with his giant horns is encased in ice, and and uh, all his elves are trying to melt him out of it, you know. And, oh my uh, gosh! Yeah, so it's it's a it's a mixture of like you know folklore, um, you know, like Norwegian folklore you know, some of the, uh, yeah, some of those, uh, traditions plus like kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, Raiders of a Lost Ark kind of action adventure with a little bit of comedy dashed in there too. Yeah. It's, it's really, really good. But, uh, but yeah, and then, you know, going to like jump into like the witch or, um, you know, the wicker man, um, and there's a number of M- like
1: Christopher
0: Folk, folklore movies too yeah Midsommar oh man that is one uh that's, you know and to that extent nice. like uh you know like hereditary has has elements oh. of that that folk uh horror too um but yeah Midsommar that was really good i don't want to watch that one again <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah just, just because of you know the the old people you know kind of you know oh Time to go and then you know yeah speaking
1: of things that speaking of things that you think of once about once a week like yeah midsummer yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: The, the the whole movie is amazing it's such a slow burn and you know for for a while there I was like man I'm watching kind of a documentary on a make-believe culture and, right. uh, yeah it's it's really interesting I find yeah you know, that uh, cultures with a lot of history and steeped in like some level of superstition. Especially when they bring it into the the real world, it's like, man, that, that stuff can be pretty intense. I, I I absolutely eat that stuff up. Love it. I love how un- unnerving it makes me too. Yeah. I like being spooked.
1: It's um, it's it's one of these genres that is like, it's so. It, it like speaks to like this core, yeah, spirituality that I think kind of like, in certain degrees is in all of us, and. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it really has that, like, you know, there is something else out there. And right. it speaks to, like, this lineage, that history, that, you know, that past that we all come from yeah. in, in a rooted way and maybe have, like, you know, given it up for modern society and, and you know, the conventional uh, comforts of Amazon and Starbucks. Right, and right. Then, right. You know, so that's, like that's exactly what this game is trying to achieve is like, you know, getting something that feels like a historic heirloom piece, putting it in your hands of the modern day and being like, and just taking you out of what, whatever your, whatever your mindset is and bringing you back to these like rooted pieces and mechanics that bring you, bring you into this, this world. Um, Yeah.
0: And yeah. And to build on that, have that shared experience with a group of people too. So yeah yeah what a great way to connect with with others you know um, yeah on on that ride. man Aaron, that is absolutely amazing you know um, yeah is there anything else that uh, you know, you you want to address that I might not have uh, touched upon?
1: Yeah, uh, so hey, shout out to um mentioned him earlier, Steven Aviles. He's an nice. incredible artist, um, has done all the artwork for the game. It looks absolutely stunning. It's got this great uh, tarot sort of vibe to it. Um, just to show off like a few more pieces that I yeah. think are really great here. Yeah, put those uh, up. Yeah, these are like some real spooky pieces. Let's bring in the Halloween haunts. Um,
0: Tis the are, season. Oh, look are, at like, those.
1: These are like some of the cards that you get to play with in the game uh it looks absolutely amazing to play with and they have this tarot vibe to them Ooh, yeah there we go get some angles there we go the angle um and shout out to my support group that's really helped me get this game and this campaign moving um cool. my my girlfriend partner Jessica Bradley, she's she's been absolutely incredible making sure I'm on task with everything. Uh, there she is. There we go. <laughs> uh, my brother, Stephen File, he's um, helped me edit all the videos um, that you see in, cool. in our campaign. Um, my sister-in-law, uh, Amanda File, she's been doing the graphic design work and really crafted the campaign page um, from top to bottom. And, um, you know, without them, I would not have been able to get here to this place. And there's so many other people that have helped me, uh, create this game and, and create the rules and, um, film the videos and, and, you know, all the people in the playthrough video. It's like all my great friends in Denver, um, who have just been so dedicated to, uh, helping me refine the rules and, and, um, they've been so wonderful, uh, to me in, in this board game. So just wanted to make sure that my people get their get their recognition and um yeah if you like folk horror if you love uh board games sp- astrology uh tarot dungeons and dragons like go check out alone in the woods on kickstarter it's it's a really unique experience it's a very um premium sort of board game endeavor um so if you like that and you want to support a local board game designer in Denver Colorado check out the game and, and back it on Kickstarter.
0: God damn right. Go and become the witch and seek bloody revenge. Yes. (laughs) Uh, that, it sounds like so much fun, you know, great for, you know, friends and family and, uh, for everybody that's tuning in too. the, the link is scrolling down below. So make sure you grab a screen grab of that and, and, uh, you know, copy and paste the URL and uh, go support uh, independent, uh, you know, creators that uh, are doing amazing things. You know, it's it's sounds incredibly fun and really, really innovative. So yeah, yeah, Aaron, you. you know, hats off to you. Uh, I know it's a tough en- endeavor, and uh, you know, uh, keep on keep on trucking, as a lot of witches say.
1: Right. that is what they say that is. that's
0: true <laughs> thanks, I think that is, there's, there's more witches that are truck drivers than we know <laughs> that'll I mean, be the sequel to this right alone in the rig
1: <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> travel in the rig
0: yeah
1: yeah oh dear uh, um, daniel thank you so much for having me this has been a blast and just uh yeah just thanks for the interview and the and the opportunity and the platform to talk about the game
0: you bet you bet um yeah uh, we'll we'll follow up with you see how you're doing uh you yeah, know with the uh the kickstarter we've got what 30 days left i think on it
1: 30 days yeah so the the Kickstarter's up in november uh november okay. 16th nice. so we've got 30 days from today to reach our funding goal of 66,600 dollars um pretty on the nose for a witch game but right. like that would be a fun a fun community goal for everyone to just rally behind and you know let's Let's make it. Let's get to that number. Sounds (laughs) good. Uh, Aaron, uh, thanks again. And stick around for a few minutes while we sign
0: off. Uh, But uh, everybody that tuned in, thanks so much, guys. And of course, uh, to uh, all our sponsors, to our friends at Mutiny Information Cafe, if you're going to start a revolution, make sure you're caffeinated. And of course, uh, our friends at uh, Hellfire Entertainment, thanks for rebroadcasting us on your social media. To groovy tv and of course to my producers um uh, lily fisher amanda armstrong and Stefan santa cruz and of course uh alien donut films and uh, angela joseph uh, productions to bill and angela uh, respectively thanks for uh, helping us out and to everybody that tuned in happy halloween everybody make sure you're wearing costumes all the time and, and doing some tricks but hopefully for some treats uh and be good, be safe, be kind out there, help each other out during tough times and stay spooky everybody. Go support this Kickstarter. Do it now. As we're ending this broadcast. Yeah! <laughs> Have a good night everybody. Ooh.